Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number one, hour one of our radio program in the audio dojo. We are back at it again. It's a big week in sports radio, Super Bowl 57 on Fox this weekend, which is very exciting. And we are talking about the NFL this hour. Sean Payton. Had his pep rally in Colorado. He was introduced as the new coach of the Broncos. Peyton said he is giving Russell Wilson's team of hangers on the boot. How is all that going to play out? And why does that actually look bad for Sean Peyton? What was your biggest takeaway from Sean Peyton's introductory news conference? Can the new Broncos head coach, Sean Peyton, fix the issues with Russell Wilson. We'll talk about all that and more right now in a Carolina Reaper Hot, our number one. Here it is. Welcome to town, and we welcome you in to the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, chilling in the audio world as we melt your butter, coast-to-coast, coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and emphatically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the house, the boisterous, rowdy, rough house. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000. Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from the Rocky Mountains. We're going to start there. A new coach 
was introduced. We'll get to the Super Bowl hyperbole later on. But the Broncos, who have been irrelevant for a good amount of time now in terms of any kind of postseason relevance, they they don't have that. It has been a revolving door. It's like a bus terminal there at the coaching position. And on Monday, Monday, fun day, the Broncos welcomed in their newest savior, their sideline messiah, who's going to lead them out of the clouds, the fog, and back to the promised land, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. We told him not to do it. He didn't listen to us. Sean Payton was introduced as the new head coach in Denver. Some pointing out the carpetbagger nature of Sean Payton arriving in Colorado, but we did get a viral moment from this little get-together, which is all we really care about. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not. Maybe not. You might have seen a headline if you were perusing the social networks, but maybe you didn't even do that. You just listened to the radio, which we love. God bless you. So during the Q&A portion, a reporter, we're not sure who, a, a random reporter asked Sean Payton about his policy on personal coaches for players being allowed into the building. This is a question about Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Uh, he uh, answered the question. He started out rather calmly, and then he elaborated further. Let's go to the audio tape, as Warner Wolf would say. Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Are, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players. Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. All right, so if you can make that, there's a, a lot of ambient noise in the background, but he said at the beginning, he says, I'm not too familiar with that. That was the opening statement. He says, foreign to me, that's not going to take place here. He said, I'm unfamiliar with it, was the quote. Our staff will be here, our players will be here. And that will be it, close quote. So let us discuss the question. Sean Payton giving Russell Wilson's team of hanger-ons the boot. How is this going to play out? How is this playing out? So I've got guilty as charged, rushed water, and whatchamacallit. And we will lock all of these things together and we are going to build a plate of Rocky Mountain oysters, which are absolutely disgusting, but it's a local delicacy. I've had them before. I lost a bet on the Nuggets a number of years ago, and they uh, they taste absolutely horrible. So, uh, number one. Number one. Sean Payton has received universal praise for the soundbite that we just played, for that response. The that's foreign to me. Response, he's been celebrated, uh, taking, if you will, some of the lyrics out of an old 1917 uh, song, You're in the Army Now. Like, hey, it's different now, Russ. Russell Wilson, you're in the Army now, Mr. Unlimited. Things are going to be much different. There's a grown-up in the room and all that mumbo-jumbo. Now, my take on this is a little different. And I, I, I played this clip several times, and I watched the video, which you can't see because we're on radio here. And... I couldn't help but think Sean Payton is guilty as charged of self-incrimination on this particular soundbite, even though he's being praised for it, which I find odd. Let me explain why. When he said, I'm unfamiliar with it, 
when asked about personal coaches. He unintentionally exposed himself, Sean Payton, for malfeasance on the Broncos situation. To me, that's a that's a tell that he's uneducated about what's been going on in Denver with Russell Wilson. And that is a bad sign for the Broncos. That is a bad sign for the Denver Broncos. And and now, now all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, it's going to stop now and all that stuff. How is it that as an overnight gas bag and blowhard, I am aware that Russell Wilson was given preferred treatment and had his own people hanging out at the facility, and the coach of the Broncos seemed to be blindsided when asked about that. Sean Payton, we were told, did copious amounts of research when he was applying for these different jobs. He studied everything before deciding to do the altitude tango. And the Broncos did not exactly hide the fact that Russ was giving, was being given the keys to the kingdom in the Mile High City. Nathaniel Hackett like, had no business being a coach. He let him do whatever he wanted. He's a joke. Nathaniel Hackett, but we all knew that. It was, it was on the public record. Russell Wilson brought along his personal quarterback coach, this guy Jake Heaps, uh, who he met in Seattle, who had been a fringe NFL guy and became a quarterback coach and took him to Denver. He was allowed to have carte blanche in the facility during training camp under Hackett. And I knew it, and it was readily available. It wasn't like a, a secret. Wilson had his own office and pretty much did whatever the hell he wanted. And yet, Sean Payton seemed to be completely caught out in Never Never Land by this information. So the verdict on this, while everyone's praising Sean Payton for that response, my response is, wait a minute. You took the Denver job without doing opposition research? You got the bag, right? You got paid? And now you're going to figure things out? That doesn't bode well. All right, now, page two. So the Russell Wilson posse commentary aside, had a chance to watch the opening salvo of the Sean Payton era in Colorado. And the biggest takeaway, what is the biggest takeaway here from Sean Payton's introductory press conference? So other than the snafu with the Russ commentary, uh, Sean Payton was, as you would expect, polished outside of that. This is not his first circus. He has been under the big top for many, many years. And it's obviously not for the squeamish or faint of heart. And uh, step right up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Fun for all ages. Under the Sean Payton big top, you've got acrobats over there. And then clowns in the back over here. You've got some dancing bears in the middle there. And these introductory coaching news conferences are so carefully crafted, so manufactured. And I, I realize I, I've been doing this a long time. And I see these things and, and how they've turned into these ridiculous events. Every once in a while, you get something goofy like Crazy Eyes, Adam Gase, the coach of the Jets, or you get a Jim Tom Sula who's completely in over his head. And you just you, you enjoy those because everything else is just completely manufactured. These things have turned to a trip uh, into the the fictional town of Rustwater, Kansas. And that was a scene from a movie, and every coach hired is playing the Steve Martin character in that old movie, The Leap of Faith. Uh, Sean Payton is the preacher. He's holding the pep rally. It is a franchise revival. They're going to wake the Broncos up from the dead. These are real miracles, sensibly priced, 
as Sean Payton milking money out of the Walmart owners there, $18 million a year. And he's going to bring his magic wand to Colorado. All right, final point. So let's get down to business. Can, can the new Bronco head coach, Sean Payton, abracadabra, hocus-pocus, fix Russell Wilson? So can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? Sure, absolutely. Will he? To quote the great Larry David, eh, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff, never. I, and you know, I'll, picky, I'll pinky promise you, as a jaded realist here, uh, Russell Wilson is getting older. He is more entitled than ever. He is far removed from his nano-bubble days in Seattle. And Russ has lost the whatchamacallit that he had, and now Sean Payton has been deputized here, and he's on the goose chase to find the thingamabob that Russell Wilson lost, and this will be a story that is going to ferment in our world all the way into the training camp period, the off-season workouts, and there'll be reports, Russ looks great, he's never looked better in a Bronco uniform, and uh, those kind of reports, and then people say, oh, he's back, uh, and then you really won't know until the game starts. Who cares how somebody looks in a training camp practice? But this will be Sean Payton's pet project, his big adventure. And we are of the mindset that seeing is believing. We anticipate the pendulum shifting to a power running game in Denver, that that will be the focus, and the Broncos will use Russell Wilson as the old caretaker, which is a demotion, especially when you consider the amount of finances the Broncos are giving Russell Wilson, but they will play the hide the quarterback in plain sight offensive game plan. One of my favorites, very safe, a lot of dump-off passes, short passes, rudimentary offense, and uh, good luck. You can win some regular season games like that, but good luck beating the better teams running that style of attack. It is not something that has a lot of ground, firm ground to stand on, but that's what they're going to do. You've got to imagine that's the plan in the Mile High City. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on that or anything else that's on your mind here, you can join us. The Lions will open up at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. If you would like to be part of the program, you can join the Festivus of Talk. Talk, 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 talk. We talk the night away, and we'll uh, take your plenty of your phone calls and all that rigmarole straight ahead. The Super Bowl, which will be broadcast this weekend, I hear it's on Fox. You better watch. So Super Bowl 57 will be missing something that has become a staple of that event in recent years, but will not be part of Super Bowl 57. What is that thing? This is not a riddle. I'm just tossing it out there. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only one percent actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. A Hall of Fame second baseman, Blue Jays, Orioles. He was best known for spitting in the face of an umpire. Craig Biggio. Uh, More wonderful answers just like that coming up, hopefully later on in a game that we play called Maller's Mountain of Money. And now live from the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And a programming note tomorrow, Eddie. Big news tomorrow in the opening hour. In studio, friend of the show. We've not talked to this man since 
that COVID pandemic thing happened a couple years ago. The great Fred Dreyer played in the NFL. Was a big star in Hollywood back in the day. Depends how old you are. He was on a very popular show. And he'll be hanging out with us. Never heard of him. You don't know who the great Fred Dreyer is? Come on, this guy was a rock star. He played uh, Hunter on television back in the day. Who? Played for the L.A. Rams. Some great defensive teams in the L.A. Rams. And was a number one pick in the NFL draft. So he'll be hanging out with us. Do, do you remember his catchphrase on Hunter? Uh, no, oh, what was it? Bad Hunter remember. knowledge by me, huh? Uh, you know, he'd, uh, he'd like, you know, knock out a bad guy. Yeah. And he'd be yeah, like, yeah. works for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. So Fred will be hanging out. He's excited. I'm looking forward to catching up with him. You think he'll tell us that the NFL scripted? He could. Like He's, Aaron it wouldn't, Foster? wouldn't shock me if he said something like yeah. that. Well, he's, he's a the loose guy that, cannon. He is, man. Fred's. I love Fred because Fred's got. He's cool because he li- he's lived a great life. He was a Hollywood star. He was a star in the NFL. I used to have a crush on his co-star when I was a kid. Oh, Stephanie Kramer. Yeah, yeah. I'm she will not. Dee Dee McCall. I'm scared to see. How man, she looks I know right now. way too much about the show Hunter. She will not nice. be making an appearance, unfortunately, Roberto. But oh, I'm uh, scared to see what she looks like now. Fred will be. <laughs> Fred will be hanging out. <laughs> Well, we all get old, I mean, uh, Roberto. Too, the only yeah. other option is not uh, not one we'd prefer. So, uh, but anyway, Fred will be in it. Man, he's the guy that told us back when he was playing in like the seventies. The NFL wanted eighteen games, and they, they were trying to get eighteen games. They couldn't get eighteen games, and it took them. They just added a seventeenth game, and within likely the next ten years or so, maybe a little longer, they'll have an eighteen game schedule, just like they wanted fifty years ago in the NFL. So. I actually went on a YouTube rabbit hole the other day and was watching Uh-oh. old NFL games. Yeah. And I watched something called the Mud Bowl. Do you remember this? It was a Rams-Vikings playoff game in the Coliseum. And uh, it was so muddy, you literally could not see the numbers check that out. on oh. either team. The only way you knew which yeah. team was because the helmets were, were, not, were not muddy. And I'm like, how? And I think Vince Scully was on the call. And I'm like, how did he know who was carrying the ball? I guess he, I mean, it was unbelievable. I love these old broadcasts, which are on YouTube. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way, man. I, I, I was on the treadmill the other day, and I was watching like a Montreal Expos Cincinnati Reds game from the <laughs> 80s. And it was so funny compared to how we are today and how yeah. uptight everyone is. Like they were introducing the starting. It was like Costas and Jim Cott were doing the introduction. It was like, and here's the, the Reds defense. And uh, there's Eric Davis. He was accused of doing drugs the other day, but he said he didn't do it. You know, and he's like, like just randomly tossing crap out. Uh, <laughs> like, so I was like, I was like, this is the funniest thing. But the, yeah, and the, the cool thing, and I don't know if they do this for the NFL, but they don't put the score on there. No, on the that is that game. is uh, yeah, it is it is that way in the NFL. Yeah, that's the key. See, I don't if I know this if I know the score, that kind of bothers me. Yeah. If I don't know the score, it's kind of like a new experience. Like I, I'm experiencing it for the oh, first time, true. even though yeah. I probably watched it when I was younger. But still, it's it's cool to watch it again because it's and it's, it's a, such a, a different game these days, my lord. I mean, the, I think the Vikings quarterback, who I'd never heard of before, threw like five passes or something. Now, granted, it was muddy conditions, but I mean, yeah, it's just it's, all handoffs every it's a whole play. Different world, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Did they have the commercials? Because the one the baseball games have the old no, commercials. No, they didn't. I like seeing the old commercials yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, they got the old introducing the new, you know, Pontiac Firebird. Oh yeah, you from watched nineteen eighty two or whatever. There was a, a commercial for a Park Avenue. Remember the car, the Park Avenue, and uh, Vaguely, just a piece yeah. of crap. You know, and these cars <laughs> compared to today, <laughs> and these were like brand new cars. You know, the, and everyone was all excited like to get them. Back then, those cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and they were made better than the cars today, but they're just a piece of crap compared to the car. You know, the, the way you look at the cars today, it's like wow, if you saw some driving in a in, in a car like that you'd be like oh man what a loser uh but back then it was like a big deal the lincoln anyway, continental yeah, yeah that, well those they still have the lincoln continental but i don't think they have the park avenue anymore that's mm-hmm. long gone the park avenue all right it is the ben maller show and we began with a sean payton maller monologue as he was introduced as the coach of the broncos and it seemed like he was unaware of uh, the depths of russell wilson's despair there In Denver, just Josh writes, and he says, what are the odds Sean Payton puts out a bounty on Mr. Unlimited's personal coaching uh, coaches and staff? I smell a mutiny on the bounty, he says. All right. Yafimi from Chicago writes in. He says, Maller A-plus and some chicken shawarma on the Maller monologue. Mr. Walmart told Sean Payton to stick around, and he can pick his own guy. With the type of money you can really make, uh, with that type of money, you can really make the Baba Ganoush. Uh, look for a solid backup option in case Mr. Unlimited decides it's time to go to bed. Art Puffin writes in, he says, Hey, uh, Maller, Peyton was hired to basically put Russell Wilson in his place. Yeah, no, Russell is not going to be put in his place because of the money. It doesn't. You can have a hard O coach and all that. It's the money that is almighty, all powerful, and omnipresent. And even though Sean Payton's making eighteen million dollars a year allegedly from the Broncos, Russell Wilson's making a lot more than that, uh, like double it and then some. Uh, will he help Russ get his mojo back? Art Puffin says, or will it be a uh, will he fall apart? Part two. Uh, who cares? The Broncos suck. LeBron James admits to caring solely about breaking the record after expressing disappointment in the Kyrie trade, he says. A-plus. We'll get to the LeBron Maller monologue. We might have to do a Maller emergency round robin, a whip around here. There's some LeBron bets that we can make here. A bunch of prop bets on LeBron James. We'll get to that later on through the overnight. Robin Vegas says, Ben, you know that I never like to touch up your work. But just to clarify, you did eat a lot of Rocky Mountain oysters, and uh, that was uh, great for the show. Well, thank you, Rob. That's really not touching up my work, Rob. That's really that adding sounds, on. It sounds like you're touching up his work. Just well, no, that's how that's how he meant the tweet oh, to be. I that's, see. Hmm. No, that's what he meant. Rob's a friend, and we yeah. go way back. I know everything about Rob. He's from Michigan. He's a card player in Vegas. He makes his uh, money playing uh, gambling. You know, gambling on uh, poker. And, and that's how he makes his money. Eugene in Chicago says, Ben, the LeBron James countdown continues 36 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. This is going to happen in Los Angeles, either Tuesday or Thursday. Well, I think I know the script. I've, I've, I've seen the script. We'll get to that later on in the, in the program. We're going to have that. Yeah, that, that's exciting. No, no, I know you're excited. Anyway, we'll take some calls as well coming up here in a moment. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Let me pay this off right now. Let me pay this off right now because 
the Super Bowl we, we teased will be missing something that has become regular, a, a regular staple in recent years as the announcement was made this week, and it's all but official. Everything's done according to front office sports. They tell us that this year there will be no commercials for blank. You want to take a guess what the blank is on that, Eddie? No commercials for blank in the uh, Super Bowl. Let's go cryptocurrency. That is correct, Eddie. None, zero. Uh, and after the debacle of FTX and all those people that watched those commercials, there were great commercials last year and loaded up on the crypto, and now they have been watching their money vanish. So last year you had FTX, Coinbase, and some others. They spent millions and millions of dollars to the NFL on advertising, but this Sunday, for Super Bowl 57 on Fox, you will not watch a single crypto commercial. Zero. Zero crypto commercials on the biggest day of the year in advertising. None. And is that because the crypto world is completely falling apart? Is that because the NFL said, no, we, we don't want, uh, we don't want to be involved in this. We don't want to be a party to another lawsuit. But last year, the commercials went for 6 and $7 million, and it's likely around that same number for a 30-second window, much like the rates that we charge on the Ben Maller Show. Very expensive advertising uh, for Super Bowl 57, but no crypto this year. So uh, you'll have to – what are they going to put, beer commercials on? What are they going to fill car commercials, other web products? We'll find out. On Super Bowl Sunday, unless you want to go watch the commercials prior. But I don't like to watch the commercials before the Super Bowl. I don't even like to watch the commercials during the Super Bowl. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Aaron. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. This from Tom Brady, apparently telling Colin Cowherd. On Fox Sports Radio. On Fox Sports Radio. As heard on FSR. He will not begin his broadcasting career with Fox until the fall of 2024. I saw, we're going to talk about this later because this is outrageous to me. This is absolutely outrageous to me that he's waiting till 2024, and I hear the voice of my late grandfather in my head. The, chutzpah. Yeah, the chutzpah of Tom Brady to, to do this. I mean, what are we doing here? And that feeds into the argument that many people have made that I've come heard back. from people that he, uh, he's going to come back and he doesn't really want to do TV. That he agreed to the contract, it was an outrageous amount of money, but he doesn't really want to do it. Because if you really wanted to do it, you have the opportunity. You talk about making a debut of debuts in the Super Bowl. And I guarantee you, they would put him in the booth. It might be a three-man booth with Olsen, and, and the, you know, because he's been there all year. But they'd put Brady in there. And to oh, make hell yes, they'd put Brady in there. Of course they would. To make your debut in the Super Bowl, and instead you're like, ah, nah, I'm good. I'll take the year off. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. It is the Ben Mouse Show. Well, you mentioned the lawsuit promotion, Eddie. We'll get to that because that's an odd story that is happening. And there's a couple of tentacles to that story that I think are very interesting. And so we're going to have to get to that coming up here momentarily. This portion of the Ben Mouse Show, super, uh, super week on Fox Sports Radio, presented by Chalk. The reigning champion of natural men's health, supercharge your game with higher team, maximum energy, and laser focus. Visit choq.com to kick off your subscription today. That's choq.com. Subscribe 
today. So Eddie mentioned it, but the Minnesota Vikings have announced they have selected a new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores. The reason that is interesting, he is currently suing the NFL, and he will become the defensive coordinator. And people think of Brian Flores as the defensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins, that he ran the defense, but he was the head coach of the Dolphins. He's never been a defensive coordinator. He wasn't the defensive coordinator with the Patriots back in the day either. He had been working most recently for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he where, where, he, where he did nothing, by the way. I, well, I was, he, I was told that, boy, yeah. what a great hire this is. He's going to make yeah. a difference. <laughs> the defense was exactly the same, and the linebacking core was very mediocre. Just saying. Okay, so he was hanging. But he looked good on the sidelines wearing the gear. Was he on the sidelines? I don't even know. But uh, I don't Brian, think he was, actually. <laughs> okay, he was <laughs> no, in the booth. Mm, yeah, I think he was. I don't know. It, okay. it, was, it was very unnoticeable as a coach. Unmemorable. Ways. Yeah. Unmemorable. Like Emmett Smith as a Cardinal. Unmemorable. Yeah, Jerry Rice is a Seahawk during training camp. Unmemorable. Um, so anyway, the, that, that's the big news in the NFL, which would seem to indicate that Brian Flores is not going to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He was named one of the finalists for that job. If that was the case where he was going to get the Cardinal job, why would the Vikings announce that he's going to be their defensive coordinator? And it's interesting because of the lawsuit. And the NFL clearly thinks that that there will be no lawsuit. This has been dragging through the court system. Every contract that coaches sign and players sign, if there's a dispute, it goes to arbitration. It's the get-out-of-jail-free card for the NFL to do whatever the hell they want as the cartel of football. And and it's a test to find out whether or not that's going to stand up. We've got Brian Flores challenging that. John Gruden is also challenging the credibility of that language in the contract. He's got a litigation against the Raiders and the NFL in general, and so we'll find out if that changes. But Brian Flores was named one of the finalists for the Cardinals job, and now he ends up uh, he ends up getting the uh, the Viking job. I guess he uh, he's either said he didn't want to coach the Cardinals, or the Cardinals have said we don't want you. It would be odd, although we have seen every once in a while guys get announced for coaching jobs, and then they get other jobs in college. Cliff Kingsbury was named the offensive coordinator at USC after he got whacked at Texas Tech and then became the head coach a short time later of the Arizona Cardinals. They wish they hadn't done that, but they did. And now as Kingsbury, has, has he come back from his long vacation? Probably not. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the belly of the beast in Colorado. We say hello to John for some hot Bronco talk. Hello, John. Welcome. Man, you know what? You know how you have your little rhymes at the beginning of the show? You know, I have Romper Room. Remember that old show back in the 60s? Law and Order and America's Team. You want me to put those together? No. I can because Nathaniel Hackett ran (laughs) Romper Room. I mean, that's before kindergarten, what he was doing to the Broncos. And you now we gone, have... You could have gone Animal House. <laughs> that no, but been, we have Law and Order. Too. Like Sean Payton, I'm telling you, Sean Payton learned from, you know, Purcell's Air Force, Colorado, where we're from. But I'm telling you what, and we've been the most talk team over the last calendar year, Ben, and I told you that. 
At yeah, the but not for good reasons. Uh, not, for, not for good that. stuff. I said the You're going to bring in Deputy Dog? America's <laughs> team. And we are the most talked about team, Dan. All right, listen. We we got to give you we got to give you a Dan. nickname, okay? Hey, 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 listen to me, listen to me, okay? Uh, you you're gonna you're gonna become a regular, right, John? You're gonna call you, at least once a week. You better be worried about the Broncos now. I know. I'm very worried. I can't sleep. I'll be up all night. I'm so worried about the Broncos. Hey, I won't go to bed. What? Hey, Ben. What? You know, Ben. I have a new nickname for you. Okay. It's Benjamin. <laughs> From Bronco Breath. That's my nickname, Bronco Breath. I've called you before, but watch out. Broncos yeah. got themselves. Hey, John, you know the, the Denver. John, John you know the, the Nuggets should have won the championship in 1979, John. They learned from some good people. <laughs> and you know going. what? That's what these young kids need. I mean, I'm telling you what, I, I have faith in the Broncos again. I well, do. They, they could have hired a guy off Craigslist and you would have made this phone call. It doesn't matter who they hired. Hey, you you look, likely hey, thought Nathaniel they, Hackett hey, knew what he was doing. Room. We got out of romper room. I you know. know. Romper room. So good. There's John. He wants to be known as Bronco Breath. He wants to be known as that. I have a feeling the Maller Militia, my guys, my foot soldiers, my brigadier generals will come up with a better nickname for John in Colorado than Bronco Breath. So if you want to send in some suggestions, and we will decide whether or not we want to go with your suggestions, but feel free to send those in. I wish the Broncos had a better representation on this show. You don't think that that's a nice look at the Bronco fan base right there? John? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Too bad that guy Barrel Man's not around anymore, right? That guy passed yeah, away. That yeah. guy uh, wore the barrel at Bronco games. That was their big, That was their Clipper Daryl. Back in the day, did you did you did you urinate all over Bronco Man like you do Clipper Daryl? Did you goof on him like you do the great Clipper Daryl? No, you Bar- didn't. Barrel Man's respect. awesome. Oh please, Clipper Daryl's a better fan than Barrel Man. What kind of act is that? Clipper Daryl's a legitimate big time fan. Clipper Daryl take a punch for the team. All right, Bronco Man, uh, Bronco Barrel Man. Will nobody not would take ever want to punch Barrel Man. Well, nobody should want to punch Clipper Daryl. The guy's harmless. All right, anyway, here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. I hold the record. For the longest interception return that was not a pick six in Super Bowl history. Again, just in the Super Bowl. I hold the record for the longest interception return that was not a pick six in Super Bowl history. Who am I? Now that is the question. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Again, the Who Am I game. I hold the record for the longest interception return that was not a pick six in Super Bowl history. Who am I? The answer next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Ben Maller Show is a sports take invention lab by night. Enhance your listening experience. Chaperone Big Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. Put your stamp on our proprietary blend of unique features such as lame jokes and Ask Ben by contributing content. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. 
And time now for the payoff on the Who Am I game. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I saw an interesting comment from our friend Chris in Des Moines. He's a bartender and he says this show has more alcoholics in the bar that he works at in Des Moines so thank you we're entertaining alcoholics from sea to shining sea and we're here for you time now though for the who am I game and I hold the record for the longest interception return that was not a pick six in Super Bowl history that is the question what is the answer and let's see if anyone knows the answer. Anyone knows the answer. Let's see, page down here, page down. And we've got Mr. Luciano says Master P is the answer. Bruce Lee from the Cowboy Killer. Frosty Rucker, a former Cincinnati Bengal with courtesy Flusher, played at USC. Mayor McCheese, my old boss from Rob, the Goat Man. In Iowa, Refrigerator Perry from Miguel on Fire in SoCal. The Real Martin at the airport in Denver, going with the great Danny Zucco as his answer. Ford Bronco John, guessed by Ferg Dog. Kelly Herndon from Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Tim McKayer, guessed by Oscar. Who else do we have? Page down, page down. Jaeger Bomb John of Denver. I actually like that. Late night drug tester said we should call that guy who called us up. Jaeger Bomb John from Denver. I think that works pretty well. Uh, do we have to pay them money for that? They should pay us money for that with the, the advertising. Ron Jeremy, guessed by Alf the Alien Opiner. I see what you're up to tonight, Alf. We have Lee Mazzilli from Mr. Nice Guy. Carrie Underwood. From the Dixter parody account, a Green Lantern from Milkman Mike in Colorado. Jabroni John, a.k.a. the Drunk Bronco fan, guessed by Mr. Clown. Mark Carrier from Chris, the aforementioned Chris in Des Moines. Bobby Boucher from Pedro. Lawrence Taylor, guessed by Wally. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? We are asking the question here. Very simple question. Uh, I hold the record for the longest interception return that was not a pick six in Super Bowl history. I'm going to go with Super Bowl winning strong safety from the Chicago Bears, Dave Dewerson. Ah, Dewerson, good name, not a good answer. It turns out that Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, got it right. The correct answer, Kelly Herndon of the Seattle Seahawks, Super Bowl XL. I think you were, were you at that game, Eddie? No. You were not. Steelers won that game. 76-yard interception, not for a touchdown. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.